Welcome everyone to the gauntlet here on FightfulOverbook.com. I'm Jeremy Lambert and the man next to me, the man you know, the man you love, the fucking goat of this whole thing, Andrew Thompson from Post Wrestling, from Andrew Thompson Interviews. Andrew, how you doing, buddy? Jeremy, it's always good talking to you, my man. It was great seeing you a couple months back at your wonderful wedding, you and your now wife. It was very great to see all of you, man. That was a, I, I cannot believe that was almost said two months ago now that was yes Jesus yeah, just Christ. over was, two months yep four two months ago but it was definitely great seeing you uh I, I think at that point that that had to have been i think the last time i saw you before that was gee that had starcast 2019 the last yeah, time i saw you in person yeah that yeah so i gotta see you like three three whole damn years later man but it was good to see you <laughs> man and everybody else and you know see sp3 sean uh, the whole crew, man, Steven Jensen. It, it was great to see all of you, man. And that was a very beautiful wedding that you guys had. Very beautiful. Like y'all should, y'all should have seen how quick, how, how quickly, like the people moved, like set up the area, the transition <laughs> from wedding to like. That's what I, I heard, I have, bro. I have never seen no shit like that in my life. Like they, like <laughs> they were on point. Like it was, we, we we probably was outside waiting for probably five minutes max before they switched that into. And that was, a, but that wasn't no small room. That was a big ass room that they had yeah. to like. And they, they, bro, we, we, I say max five, six minutes. We was waiting outside before they had everything set up. It was, now that, that was a great setup, man. A beautiful wedding, bro. Congratulations again to you, man. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, everyone said that it was very quick and they switched it over quickly. And we were doing photos at this time, but everyone was like, yeah, they, they got us out there and then they were switched. Then we were back in there and they were like, it was great. It was a, it was a great venue. Um, it was, it was a, I thought it was a great time. It was honestly the best day of my life. I was very happy mm. that you were you were able to make it. And yeah, I, I only posted one photo of on the wedding day, pre-wedding. And that was when I ran into you and Sean uh, outside. <laughs> yeah, outside. And I was like, I got to take a photo with these two. And this is the <laughs> only pre-wedding photo that I'm going to post. And later on in the year, I realized the year is up in like three weeks, but I, that photo meant a, meant a whole, whole lot to me. And I don't know if like even you and Sean and certainly everybody else like understand how much that photo meant to me. And I will, I'll kind of explain things at, at the end of the year as I do a big like year rat recap. Uh, we're doing a show and then I'll probably post something on Twitter, but that photo just, it, it, it meant so much to me and you being there meant so much to me so so i appreciate that you it's a it's a a lot of history in that photo man a lot of good history yeah a lot of good history in that photo man that goes yeah 20 2018 so yeah it's a lot of good memories in that photo man see i i wish i had taken like more photos with with people but when especially after the wedding like when you're so when you're when you're the the groom you have Mm -hmm. to do a million things that you just you're just kind of moving from one place to another and you don't always have time to stop and think about things so i wish i would have taken more photos uh but that that is one photo that i'm very happy that i got and one photo that yeah i explain how much i meant that meant to me because i i i legitimately would not be where i'm at without you two and so yeah it, it just meant it meant a ton to me that both of you showed up and that i was i was so happy to grab that photo all right andrew let's hands down my I- Oh, I, I was about to add one little thing. Hands down, my favorite part of the wedding. This is not even a question. I got to think about it. This man came out to the John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> that, shit, that shit was great. 
that was hilarious, bro. Like <laughs> I, I, you, you know what I, I could tell. Like the majority of the people in the room, they weren't like wrestling. Like I mean, well, I'm talking about our, our like us. We we were like the wrestling people. So so we yeah. we got it. <laughs> and that, and that, that was what's so funny about it. That was hilarious, bro. Uh yes, we. She let me pick that one, and she's the one who kind of suggested it because she knows I'm a Cena fan. And I, I like the song and stuff, so she suggested it, and she's like, "I was like, can we do that?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And then I <laughs> nearly, you know, dragged her to the ground as I did the run, and she was she wasn't having any of the running portion of it. She's like, "I'm in heels. I'm not doing any of this. Absolutely not." Uh, so not doing that. All right, let's get into it, Andrew. We're gonna go back to 2019. We're going to go back to April of 2019 here on the gauntlet following WrestleMania 35 where Kofi Kingston, Kofi mania concluded with him winning the WWE championship from Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson at WrestleMania 35. And Kofi made a number of defenses during his title reign. We're going to, we're going to talk about those defenses. I'm going to throw the matches at Andrew. We're gonna kind of we're gonna talk about them one by one. He's gonna pick which one he thinks is kind of the defining defense of Kofi's run because we all know Kofi Mania. We all know how it started. We all know how it ended. But what is that moment during the run that is most memorable for for Kofi Kingston? That's what we're gonna talk about here today, and we will talk about you know kind of the after effects. Yeah. I know Andrew has a lot to say about that, <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into his actual title run here so i'm gonna throw two matches at you andrew you know let's go in order with, with kofi kingston and let's kind of just talk about the entire run usually we i mix things up i'll throw stuff out of order. let's actually go in order for kofi's run so we began with the next night the raw after mania with kofi against seth rollins who had just won the universal title and this ended in dq do you prefer this match or about a month later, we got the rematch between Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan on Raw. Which match do you prefer, Andrew? You you want to know? The, I, I had completely forgot about that uh, that night after WrestleMania, like the, the the match portion, not not the um not not the end, because I, I I remember when Kofi came out that night after WrestleMania, bro. He got that massive like that, that massive reaction when they confronted Seth Rollins. But I had forgot that they had the match because I know they ended up doing like a tag match or something like that with, oh, I, I want to say it was Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro and Sheamus, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I remember That's like, the infamous yeah. beach ball match. Oh, my goodness, man. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so so when I when I think back on that, I, I'm, I'm so glad you reminded me of that because that, that was like one of the more special interests that I remember. Uh, and that was just a great moment for Kofi overall. But, yeah, man, I'm going to say if, if I got to choose between that and the one that he and Brian had, um, I, I got to go with the rematch uh, with Brian. I feel, I feel like Kofi and, and and Brian they have like great chemistry, and and I also think it's a, a big part of that. It's like I'm sure you've uh, seen it, like just from covering wrestling, like you've seen the stuff that uh, that Brian has said about Kofi and like on the lead up to it, and he was like all in on you know making sure that Kofi got his moment and stuff like that. So I think that Brian internally, him wanting to like further solidify Kofi, I think that only just increases the chemistry that they have when they when they get in the ring with each other. The the Brian match, like the rematch was not nearly as good as the WrestleMania match. That the WrestleMania oh, yeah, match yeah. is one of my all-time favorite matches. Um mm-hmm. but the the Rollins Kofi thing was and they booked a DQ. That's obviously gonna hurt it immediately. That just felt like we don't have anything to book. 
And so yeah. let's just book these two guys who just won the title. And then, of course, it turned into a tag team match. That It is such a throwaway match. And it's really a shame because it felt like it could have been a big deal. And yeah. it's, it's a throwaway thing. Absolute throwaway. No. The, the rematch, they built to it, actually, with Brian. Like, they built to it, and they did it. I don't think many people thought, like, Brian was going to win. But because yeah. nobody believed in Kofi in the first place, there yeah. was a little bit like, oh, maybe they'll just do a short little reign. For Kofi, but you you want to know what I I think that was probably one of the more um like the one of the more like I, it depends on how you look at it like positive things about Kofi title reign that I really like is that he really was a genuine underdog in the sense that it felt like at any point they were just going like fucking take the title away from him you know what I'm saying like it gen- yeah. like it genuinely felt like every defense there was an opportunity or there was going to be a chance that he was going to lose the title and then you have other champions who like when you just know for a fact that they're not losing like it doesn't even feel like they're losing the title but like i i think that kind of adds to the that that helps being a baby face when people think that there's a chance like damn near every defense that you could lose a title i mean i, I know people might not agree with that but i think that for me personally as a viewer that that like ha- helps me want to root for the baby face when i was already going like all, all in or kofi anyway but like did that, I think that just added to the like overall intensity of, of his run. And like, you know, I'm pretty sure we'll get into some of these uh matches that he had, uh championship matches. Not not all of them were like the most uh high profile. And and I, and I think that's mostly yeah. because of some of the, uh, the the way that it was built. I'm not gonna blame it on the individuals that they was in there, except for one. One I will blame, and we will get to that 100 percent But uh yeah, but yeah, I, I I agree with what you were saying about the the Rollins and Kofi match that it, it could have been something big. But like I wanted to ask you, bro, like why would you even book something like that if you're not gonna go through with like a definitive finish, especially the night after or yeah, coming off of WrestleMania with like if you're gonna promote something like that, like I mean, we, we all know how that Vince McMahon era of booking is, but like if you're gonna promote something that big, like I mean, like why you, you might as well have just stayed away from it in general, to be honest with you. They, I mean, they booked it because this is just what they do. They were trying to. Th- this was one of the like more forgettable Raw after WrestleManias, from from what I recall. I don't, I don't remember exactly mm. what happened on this show. Th- like, then the, the Lars Sullivan show up. <laughs> sure. Oh, that sounds. That sounds like something that probably happened. It sounds awful. Like the the most memorable thing about this show is like the beach balls and the the Cesaro Sheamus stuff and Cesaro popping the beach balls and everything. Like that was the most. That's what I remember from the show so it seemed like they just wanted to like pop of like oh kofi and rollins you love these guys let's book this title versus title thing and then it was yeah we're gonna do a dq because neither of these guys were going to lose it just felt like they needed to juice with something and this is what they decided because they had literally nothing else to go with here yeah so the daniel bryan rematch defeats the the seth rollins title versus title match that should have never been booked move on a night after Raw. We have SmackDown and Kofi faces AJ Styles and Sami Zayn in a triple threat match. What should you prefer, Andrew? The Daniel Bryan rematch or the triple threat match with Sami Zayn and AJ Styles? Wait, you see, you you imagine there like so many because like when I when I was preparing for this, I was going through like the pay per view and like the special title defenses, but I had I had slipped past the, the some of the stuff that he was doing on TV, and I, I like have. Uh, like some recollection of, of the AJ Styles and, and, and complete recollection of it, but I do remember some of it. But if, if I got to choose like between the two, I'm, I'm, 
uh see this is a hard because i like i'm, I'm starting it's, it's starting to like come back to me like a little bit not all the way but it's starting to come back i'm gonna say okay you, you know but we we, we go we go put this is not the wrestlemania match so i'm gonna push the brown one to the side and i'm gonna roll with the aj sammy and and kofi match if, if, if i'm remembering this correctly I, I hope i'm not you're not about to tell me this like so it was like some 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 type of uh wild finish to it in terms of like under under undecisive finish but i'm gonna roll with that let's go with that and go with the triple i so if you if you haven't seen this triple threat match or it's been a while i'm not saying this is the greatest triple threat match in the world as like a tv main event especially during this time this is a good match i well it's kofi kingston Sami Zayn, aj styles three excellent workers in the ring right so it's tough to, to have a bad match with these three this is a good little tv match they once again kofi kind of played underdog i remember i remember the finish of this match where sammy hits like two blue thunder bombs and then at least two maybe it was more uh and then he goes for like another one and then or he goes for the haluva kick and as he's running kofi cuts him off with the trouble in paradise to win and aj had been been taken out before this this was a setup with uh kevin owens as well because that's going to be his next program uh, going into to money. It's already part of his program, but then that's his opponent at Money in the Bank. But if you've not seen this triple threat match in a while, go back and watch it. It's a good little TV main event. I prefer it over the Brian rematch uh, myself. And the, the Brian rematch isn't bad. One, it was never going to live up to the WrestleMania match. But th- this triple threat yeah. match, again, fun little TV main event. Go, go watch it if you haven't. All right, so, so you're going with... The Styles, yeah. Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. triple threat as well. So that's going to knock off Brian, the Brian rematch. Now we get into the Kevin Owens money yes. in the bank match against Styles and Sami Zayn. Which one do you prefer, Andrew? So with the uh, with the with the Kevin Owens one, like like so so when I was like going and looking through like some of the pay per view title defenses, and I was trying to think back, and like I, I watched like one or two. Of the reigns, particularly some of the ones that I didn't remember in terms of like those uh, marquee title defenses that he had, like the the Owens one, like it, it was still very fresh off of Kofi Mania, so you still had that, you know what I'm saying? He it still had that certain feel to it, and then on top of that, like knowing it with hindsight, knowing that the original plan it was going to be Kevin Owens versus Danielson at Mania 35, and then like the Kofi stuff is just like, you know what I'm saying? It, it just it, it just happened and it, it, it took off and like morphed into his own thing. But like I, I remember this match and I remember it being like really good on a on that Money in the Bank card. That it, I, I remember that Money in the Bank card being kind of decent. I think that was the one that had I want to say Seth versus Elias, if I'm not mistaken. Or that was no, that, had, that this was this was Seth and AJ. They, they, they had, oh, yeah, ooh, that's what that was. They had a like, great match. He, yeah, when he did the uh, counter the the curves yeah. to the styles. But yeah, okay, okay. I had to make sure I got the 2018, 2019 <laughs> confused. But but yeah, I, I remember this extreme. Uh, I say extreme. That money, the bank card being like somewhat decent from what I remember. But yeah, the Owens match. Uh, I, I remember me really liking that in comparison to that. Uh, the, the triple threat with AJ and Sammy. I'm gonna roll with the 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 Owens and the Owens and Kofi match. I'm gonna kick the triple threat to the side and I'm gonna move on with this. Uh, almost cold. So, so this had the. I say real, real quick. What wasn't this? Uh, uh, I hope I got. I don't got my timeline mistaken, but I. I, I rem, th- this was, this was when Owens had turned on a new day, right? Yeah. Cause he, cause he, yeah. he was work. He was doing like the. He was like you know wearing the, the horn and like doing all the doing all the stuff with new day and stuff like that. And then he switched up on them to get the. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure yeah. I remember what that, uh, what that was. 
Okay. Yeah, th- this was when he, you know, Biggie was out, so he wanted to be Big yeah. O. And- Big O. <laughs> <laughs> then he then he turned on them, and that that set everything up here. I had to follow Seth and AJ, uh, which was just an excellent, excellent match. I think the crowd was a little down on this, and then the it, the Money in the Bank match. This was the infamous Brock Lesnar money in the bank match uh where he ali was waiting up on the ladder for five hours waiting for brock Man. to get to waiting for brock to get down to the ring maybe a hot take i kind of prefer the triple threat match over mm. th- this kevin owens match it's not that this owns match is bad it's just i do think like the card play the placement was a little bit not beneficial for them following seth and aj and it, it just it never felt like it got like out of second gear on this one for me mm. it felt like they had a better match in them and i like the triple threat match there's more there was a little bit more sense of urgency to that match for me so i prefer the triple threat match game maybe maybe a hot take i don't know but no, you would pick that i'll do that you would pick the kevin owens match you go you're mm. going with kevin owens so kevin owens up. money in the bank moving on to take now dolph ziggler super showdown in saudi arabia which match do you prefer andrew I'm, I'm, I'm definitely 100%, 100% staying with the Kevin Owens money in the bank match. Dude, like the, the thing about this Dolph Ziggler thing was, like, I, I remember this vividly. Him doing his whole, you know, it should have been me. It should have been me. I'm like, and, and like every time I hear that, I always think about that Owens promo when he was like, he was like, it, it was you. It should have been you. And it, it was a couple of years ago, and then it wasn't. And now it's not. And it's never gonna be again. I, I always think about that promo. But like, uh. But the, I, I I just didn't think that Dolph Ziggler was a great follow up in the slightest. Like I, I think especially at that point and even now, I think that Dolph in the main event scene is like very very played out. Like no matter how you try to switch it or or, or position them, like I just I, I I feel like they have a lot of U.S. title, intercontinental title equity with Dolph Ziggler. Like even at that point, and like especially him coming off of that, I know you remember that dude uh, that he had with Miz in 2016 when they was going into the Aquit match at No Mercy 26 and No Mercy. Yeah, like when he was doing like that. That was like p- put aside the world title, um, world title thing uh, that he had. Like I feel like that was probably Dolph Ziggler's like greatest work that he's ever that, that you know fucked around after he lost the title like like two weeks later or something like that. Typical typical WWE fashion right there. Give him a great moment to take the title away from him. But but I I just didn't find Dolph Ziggler interesting at all at this point, especially like him just being slotted into this feud with Kofi. And then of course they did a rematch, which I'm pretty sure we're gonna talk about um you you know at the uh at, at the Stomper Ground show. But I I was not feeling this uh the Saudi match at all like I mean it, it, it was it wasn't bad like I'm it, it wasn't that but like I just like, I I remember me vividly just not being interested in Dolph Ziggler in a Kofi feud at all I feel like they could have selected a number of people preferably Mustafa Ali who made the most sense out of anybody outside of Randy Orton in this I'm talking about this entire run if there was anybody that made the most sense outside of Randy Orton, and that's strictly because of history, it was Mustafa Ali. I'm pretty sure everybody knows the story. He was supposed to be in that Elimination Chamber match, got hurt, and then Kofi went on and had his glamorous, you know, moment at WrestleMania. Me, personally, I don't think that Ali was going to be WWE champion, but the way that the story played, you can assume that that was going to happen, and that's what makes it interesting. So, But, of course, 
we got Dolph Ziggler versus Kofi in Saudi Arabia, and I was not feeling this at all, Jeremy. So I am going to stay with the Owens match. And it, it, you, you can't, you kind of making me want to go back and choose the triple threat, but I'm gonna stick with, uh, I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Owens and um, the Owens and Kofi match and Money in the Bank. The the Dolph Ziggler match took place on the Saudi Arabia show. Do you remember the, the Saudi Arabia show? Like what, what what all was on this, Andrew? What was the was this the was this the one with uh Undertaker and missed that when Triple H towards Peck? Is that what this was? No, no, th- this was Undertaker and Goldberg. Goldberg. And oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. This, he this almost was Undertaker killed, he almost and Goldberg. They, and it also had that uh three and a half hour Triple H and Randy Orton match on this show as well. This is one of the worst pay-per-views I've I've ever had to sit through the undertaker goldberg match has like redeeming quality is like it's so terrible that it's good like yeah. i can go back and watch it and just like laugh at it knowing that both guys fortunately are are okay um yeah but yeah <laughs> it's it's such a such a bad pay-per-view but ziggler nobody bought him as a challenger i didn't i the finish had like Co- or woods interfering for kofi like i don't i don't need that with, with kofi as the champion either like i wasn't a fan of this match, honestly. Ziggler, yeah, he. You're right about the Owens thing. Like, it should have been you. It was you. It wasn't. Like, we it get was... it. We get it. We get it with Dolph. And I, Dolph is like a, a very great worker too. Yeah, he is he just is. much better. He's much better at when he can like bump around and everything. And Kofi and him have just like a, a sort of a weird chemistry where I don't think it fully works. With, it especially work, the dynamics they were trying to play off of as well. Uh, say, so I, I prefer the I, Kevin I, Owens I, match as well. I I went and just looked at the match card for that Super Showdown. So I, I'm I'm looking at it, bro. The, the, the highlight of this show, hands down, was uh was my Mansoor won the Battle Royal. Not even a question. Yeah. That was the, that was the biggest moment on, on on the show. The one that most me. Lars Sullivan in a in a squash lucha house party. The whole team. What else we got? We got Shane McMahon. Shane, I, I forgot Shane, Shane and McMahon Roman. Face, but Roman. Shane and Roman. <laughs> Where he had him in a chin lock for about twenty minutes. <laughs> oh my goodness, bro! Like, hey, bro, this, bro, bro, looking at this car, it's, bro, it's, it's, bro, the revival and the Usos on the pre-show, but like, it, it but it, it is like crazy to think about like how different a spat everybody is, and like, well, f- for the most part, it seemed like everybody is like it's, it's, it's crazy, bro. But like, yeah, the, the, going back to with the the Kobe story, like it's. I, I was not feeling anything with him and Dolph Ziggler, bro. And I, I remember, like, I was just so ready for them to move past this. And I thought that this was going to be the last match. But continue, Jeremy. It was not. Because because Xavier Woods interfered for some reason at the, the Super Showdown show, Dolph won a cage match. And he got a cage match at Stomping Grounds. And Kofi defeated him at Stomping Grounds. But what should you prefer, the cage match with Dolph Ziggler or the Kevin Owens Money in the Bank match? I am going to stay with the Kevin Owens Money in the Bank match, but but you want to know what? I will say this, bro. Do you remember the finish to this? Uh, the finish this is the only ju- memorable bro, thing about that, this match. No, but I like genuinely remember, bro. What was it? Was it me and you covering the show? Stop the grounds. Yeah, yeah. We we was covering the show together, and I, I remember, bro. I, I I was just like on my phone, like looking at Twitter. Like doing the match, and then like I remember towards the end of it, I remember I seen the dude Kofi like fly over the uh, fly over the fly over Ziggler. I was like, 
that was a great fit, but the match was not good. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna. The match was not good. Like I, no. I remember this. I did not enjoy it at all. Um, but the finish was again. The finish was really good. Where I was just waiting for them to move past this. Again, the person who should have been in this spot, like after the Saudi Arabia thing with Dolph Ziggler, would should have never interfered. Should have been a straight up, you know, decisive victory for Kofi. It should have been Mustafa Ali, bro. He was the person it just made sense like that i i i'm I'm like I, i've said this on so many like different podcasts but like i am just like so confused on how like that was not an option or route that they went when it was so clear cut bro it was like right that's that's like a ready-made feud that makes sense that you can build ali's upset because this dude took the opportunity like, like well what, when am i gonna get my shot and he never got it and ali is like he, he, I don't know what the hell they got him doing now, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm gonna stick with the Kevin Owens and Kofi match because was not feeling Dolph Ziggler. Great finish though, great finish to the stomping grounds match. It's the finish is by far the most memorable thing about this match. It was too long. Again, Ziggler as the cha- as the challenger trying to become the champion didn't buy into it. I'm with you. The Kevin Owens match is better. You want to know the crazy thing about this, like this, uh, this series you got this gauntlet. Like, I, you, you make it be like go back and look at uh, like some of these match cards because because I, oh, I, 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 I remember this stuff, but like it's like in the you, you know how you remember stuff, but it's like in the back of your mind, so you like unless you see it, like, but then like when you see it, like I'm, I'm remembering all this stuff. Rollins and Corbin headline this show. Dan, this... Daniel Bryan and Ron were the tag <laughs> champions, bro. Bailey and Alexa Bliss was doing that god awful feud. <laughs> that shit was terrible. And what? But what, what was this? Was this before? Wait, when when Bliss and Bailey went one on one, when they was having a feud, what what was this, the the Extreme Rules? That was when they had that. It was that was that year, right? That they had this. I'm talking about this. Just trash. No, I extreme. I think I think that was because that uh, Bailey was heel. By this point, because oh, yeah, okay. Bailey was heel by this point. That was a, a few years earlier. But how, you know what? They did have a oh, match at Extreme Rules. You, you're right, it was you're Bailey right, right, against right. Bliss and Nikki Cross. So okay. it was not that terrible match that we all remember. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. They okay. did run it back at Extreme Rules, and according to the cage match ratings, this one wasn't too good either. <laughs> but I, I, I remember the Ricochet Samoa Joe match being a banger. That was a banger. That that was good. I remember that when Ricochet got the uh, U.S. title. But it's 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 so crazy looking at this match card, bro. Like it's it's oh my goodness. And and it's th- th- this was when Jeremy. This was when my uh my my two hundred five live fandom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I, I I was so happy that they was making in order to do some of these pay per views like. 205 Live had to be some of the best wrestling. But yes, going back to the overall topic, Kofi, I am uh I am going to stick with Kevin Owens versus uh Kofi at Money in the Bank. All right, we got Kevin Owens, Kofi, Money in the Bank. Now Samoa Joe, Kofi Kingston, Extreme Rules 2019. Which one you got, Andrew? I am good because I remember I took note, I took a note on this one. Like this match didn't go too long. And, and like I, I remember like some parts of the uh the build to this. And I, and I remember this me. I, I still got this me on my phone with Kofi gave Joe the finger or SmackDown. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was great. That was like one of my favorite uh, Kofi moments from this feud. Like I, honestly, bro, with, especially with Samoa Joe, e- even at this point in his career, um, like I, I and, and especially now, I feel like the best utilization of Samoa Joe is like these 
like quick and easy matches. Like it don't shit do not gotta be 20 minutes. Like I'm not trying to see this man go 20 minutes. Like I think the best utilization of Samoa Joe from this point in his career that's 2019 to even where he is now, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes max, everything's like sort of moving fast or like it's not too slow. It's like that Samoa Joe pace that we have grown to see over this last several years stretch of his career when he's like he's I, like I see some some people saying like Samoa Joe like wash like I I I, I don't, I'm not gonna say he washed but he's definitely not what he used to be you know what I'm saying like he's I'm, 43 but, yeah he's, he's 43 years old yeah, he's old bro you know what I'm saying but like uh but like I I I think that this match was it was okay for what it was it wasn't bad at all like I, I i genuinely prefer like it like uh, just to repeat what i said like these samoa joe matches that i like you know under that 10 minute mark or right there or just above like that and i think that that sort of works real well um yeah so so i'm a and also i remember this being the night that uh when we got that picture with um with woods kofi and e when they all had the tag titles i think e and woods won the smackdown tag titles earlier that night we got that great that, that was an amazing photo with all of the yes. championships i was but, but was very happy to see that but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm I'm stick with i'm gonna stay with kevin owens bro i'm gonna stay with the kevin owens kofi match now see you 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 making me wish i would have picked that triple threat but i'm but I, I, I think that at this point the owens thing was the next best thing you could debate that with the Brian thing, but I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay with Kevin Owens and Kobe. I prefer the Owens match to to the Joe match as well. The Joe match is short. Love my short matches. Uh, it was a lot of just like <laughs> Joe beating him and then Kofi finding a way to win, which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, Joe was Joe in in this case, like the the Brock match is great. Joe didn't have like the some of the style stuff was good, but Joe didn't have like too many like standout killer matches during his yeah. WWE run. He by this point he was just kind of he's just older, a little bit slower. I mean, you know, he's 43 he, now. Yes, he, he, he had some bangers with uh with Nakamura in NXT. He did, he had a couple yeah, like like when he first came to NXT, that like oh, that yeah. stuff was fun. <laughs> like main roster Joe, they're just saying a whole lot of like match you can pinpoint and be like Hey, go out of your way to check out this Samoa Joe match. Like it's just, yeah. it's just not there. And we're kind of seeing it in in 2022. Like some of the matches, like they've been fine, but hasn't been like this peak kind of Samoa Joe that that we're used to. And it happens. Guys get older. Guys get mm-hmm. miles on their body, and they just don't move and, and wrestle like they used to. Uh, they got to pull up their shorts every two seconds against Karrion Cross and that terrible match. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, hey, Jeremy, I, I wanted to ask you, like, real quick, just all topic. Like, what, what, what do you think? I, I'm pretty sure you've seen it, but, like, what do you think about, like, uh, some people saying that, like, like AJ Styles isn't what he used to be, like, even, you know, 2017, 20. Like, he – so, I, like, I, I see a lot of people saying that he he isn't, like, performing the way that he used to. Like, what, what, what do you sort of chalk that up to? Or do you like, – do, do you even, like, are in line with that type of thinking in terms of, like, you know, or, or opinion, I should say, in terms of like that AJ isn't performing how he used to. Do you think there is like a decline that you've seen? I, I think he's definitely slowed down a little bit. I And this is just a thing of like a lot of these guys are going to slow down. That's just sort of what happens when you get older. And when you when you think of AJ, like he, he had great matches early on in his WWE run. It mm. has been a while since he's had like a really, really like standout yeah. kind of match. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I think of AJ, I think of the the, the TNA run at early 2005, uh, just the, the classic matches he was, he was putting on <laughs> during then. Like, that's an all-time run. Garrett, yeah. Garrett Kidney and I did, like, reviewed some AJ-style singles matches, and 
like five of them were from just 2005 and we had to leave out some because they weren't all singles matches. Like the ultimate X match was what my favorite ultimate X match ever with, with PD mm. and Saban. He's lost a step. It, it happens as you get older. There's also, there's, there is the WWE style, which I know now triple H is kind of revamping a little bit and guys are allowed mm. a little bit more freedom out there, but it is just a different style. It's not quite as hard hitting. And AJ was a guy who'd go out there and he'd punch in the mouth a little bit. And mm. he doesn't do that as much nowadays, but, but AJ Styles is still one of the better performers in professional wrestling. He just, he's a more polished and a more television performer than he, than mm. he that's a good way to describe it. That is a good way to describe it. He more television S WWE S. I mean, like, I, 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 I figured like with AJ, it was going to happen at some point. Like he was going to like morph into like a more like that WWE style that we've seen a lot of talents come in and get used to. Like I, I think one of the more common examples a lot of people use is Shinsuke Nakamura. Like he's yeah. like morphed into that like WWE television wrestler, and he's he's good and he can turn it up when you need him to. But like you don't really see it as much as you would like to. But like I, I, I think that's a that's a good way to describe uh, AJ Styles like what he is currently. Like I, I but but I, I think there will come a point where AJ is going to have like another banger. It's just going. It just got to. I think it got to be like the right story that like makes like has to like entice him to like want to like just go out there and like just fucking throw his body to the wall and like anything and everything so yeah that, that was a, that was a good way to describe that i like that all right so you've got the kevin owens match moving yeah, on still again. with that all right. all right so we go to smackville and we have kofi oh against ziggler and samoa joe against the kevin owens at money in the bank which you prefer the, 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 the Smackville, this was um well I'm I'm, I'm gonna stick with the, uh, the 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 Kevin Owens match, but the Smackville this was this was a network special, and this yeah. was Na- this is in Nashville, yeah. okay yeah and I like I I remember like it wasn't bit, like it wasn't like this, just to, it, it wasn't that much of anything like it was like just a you know like the the term like a glorified house show it's a Netflix a network special and you know you had. Of course, Dolph Ziggler, Mr. It Should Have Been Me. And then, you know, I think he just came off the thing with Samoa Joe. or he was still in the thing with Samoa Joe. So it was just, you know, something to throw in a card. But I, I don't remember there being anything special about this at all. Like, it was just, you know, a match that happened. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with Kevin Owens and Kofi at Money in the Bank. They just kind of threw this match together because yeah. he Kofi had just wrestled Ziggler in the in the previous program. Then he just wrestled Joe in the last match. Yeah, not a lot of drama of who was going to win. Ziggler had just gotten beat in like five seconds by Owens at <coughs> Extreme Rules. Like it was like stunner pen. Like that was the whole match. So this match didn't make a ton of sense, but because it was one of just a sort of throwaway little network specials, yeah. I didn't mind this match. There was no drama as like who was going to win or anything. You knew Kofi was going to end up retaining. But this is, it's like 12 minutes. It's not a bad match. It's a nice little 12-minute, just sort of mm-hmm. house show main event. I like the Owens match just because the stakes felt a little bit higher o- over this one. But like, if you just got 12 minutes to spare and you just want to throw on some easy viewing wrestling, go back and watch this little Smack the- Smackville match. I think Shinsuke, uh, Shinsuke and-, and Ali had a match on this show uh, as well. Mm-hmm. Like they're it's a short little show that you can just throw on and there's nothing inconsequential in it. If you, know, mm-hmm. you want to kill, yeah. kill like an hour or two, I think I really think it's only an hour long special. All right. So the, the Kevin Owens match moves on. We go into the big program with Randall Orton and we go to SummerSlam 2019. This was the double count out match 
at SummerSlam yeah. between Kofi and Orton. Do you like this one? Or is Kevin Owens, is it going to continue its run here from Money in the Bank? Bro, I, I'm a... So I, I, I know that Kofi and, uh, and Orton had another match at the, uh, the, the following pay-per-view, I believe it was, in... In, in, in your in your old uh your old stomping grounds down there in uh North Cal- North Kakalaki, I believe. Yes. I think that was 2019. But uh but yeah, this this SummerSlam match, like I, I think that like I got I think I had said it earlier, th- this was the best feud in terms of like story and background wise. Like I bro, I I really wish that WWE they didn't feel like in order for a feud to continue that you need to have some type of like, you know, fuck finish or, you know, it got to be a double count out or somebody got to do something stupid. Like I, I like you, you, you can still build your opponent up in a way that keeps them strong and they can still, you can still keep your champion strong by giving them a decisive win. I feel like you, I feel like both, you, you can do both of those things. It just depends on how you do it. You could have just did something as simple as like, Kofi catching Orton like one of those like slick roll-ups or like one of those deep pins or something like that where it's like, okay, yeah, he got me. He caught me, but let's see what happens when we run it back and, you know, you know, do do something a little bit more decisive like how they did in the last, uh, in, in that Clash of the Champions match. But I'm, I'm going to say, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with the the the, the Kofi Kevin Owens match. And, and the only, only reason I'm going to say that is because like if, if they would have just capped this off and, and not necessarily in the few, but just gave me a more, a very decisive finish. Like, I would have been like, okay, you know, th- this is it. Like, I I don't think that Kofi and Ward was going to go out and put on, like, some, you know, some some classic, classic match. But, like, I feel like they had a great story. And that, that great story really carried, you know, re- really sort of carried the 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 gist of the of the feud and it, and it made a lot of sense. And I was really looking forward to the, the Kofi Ward match. And I, I like, like, uh, a lot of the... um some of the stuff they did, you know, with Orton, you know, he, him, I, I think it was Kofi when he was calling Orton stupid or something like that. Yeah. Like that, 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 that was real cool. I, I really liked that, that little callback to what they was doing, especially like that real life aspect to it that happened, you know, all those years back. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm going to stick with the, um, the, 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 the Kevin Owens and, uh, and, and Kofi match. And, but I'm, I might, I'm just saying, I, I, I might switch it when we get to that, that, that next pay-per-view, uh, the next time of defense. The Orton feud made all the sense in the world on paper, given their history and everything. Yeah. And this like felt like for the first time a real big feud during Kofi's reign. Like the the own stuff wasn't bad. Um, the the New Day turn and everything like, like that wasn't bad. The Ziggler stuff was complete throwaway. Joe yeah. was a, a little short, uh, but this felt like it really had some meat on it. And there is nothing worse than sitting through like an eighteen minute match just to get a bullshit finish if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a bullshit finish give it to me after like five minutes to where i'm not invested in the match all that much it's like all right fine five minutes sure 18 minutes and then orton threatens kofi's kids and kofi snaps and beats them up and we just saw this with joe and aj the previous year it Um, was such lazy booking on there like it just so lazy of booking and, and yeah it felt flat the crowd was chaining bullshit for like it was just very flat given the build-up to everything and it felt like like you got to give us something decisive even if kofi just escapes by the skin of his teeth like okay cool 
like just don't give me this long of a match and, and do a bullshit finish off of it. Just yeah. don't do it. And that's what they did here. I'm just with, with, with Kofi's with Kofi's title reigns, like I'm I I'm 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 like looking like thinking back on it, like but if it, it feels like he never had like some like he, they 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 weren't he wasn't like giving opponents who like he could go out there and like just like just tear that shit down with like it, like if it, it felt like he had people there who could get him to a good match but it never felt like he had that person opposite of him who was going to like just give him like this you know what I'm saying like this 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 thing that was going to have people just going crazy and like I hate, I hate I hate to say like keep going back on it I'm telling you. Mustafa Ali was the guy that was going to give Kofi that banger. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I know it for sure that that was going to happen. But like, like what you were saying, like I, like I had, uh, that had slipped my mind when the people was like they was going against the match. They weren't feeling it, especially at the end. You know, with the double count out. Like, I, I, I'm not, I'm never a big fan of like these world title matches, um, ending in situations like that, especially when you have like a good build to it. Because I feel like you sort of killing the goodwill that the fans have and invested, being invested in the match. And like when, even when I look at this this SummerSlam card, like it, but it, it's it's so many like good things that happen on this show and great matches that happen on this show. From what I remember, like even uh, I'm looking at this. I, I know Seth and Brock was a banger. I remember that when they was um yes. I, I I think I think Seth was Seth or Brock or somebody was like selling some like hand injury or something like that. And like it was that it, it was a great match from what I remember. You had the Fiend debut right after this like that was that was great when he, he squashed Balor I think Bailey and Amber was okay I, I remember that sort of not really living up to a lot of people's expectations but it was good um AJ Ricochet I remember that being a banger um you had Goldberg and Ziggler which was good Goldberg fucking redeemed himself you know what I'm saying from that uh that match he had with Taker but it, it, it was some it, it was some uh some good stuff on this car bro and I, I just feel like with Kofi I feel like they I feel like they had great intentions with like putting him in these feuds where it was a lot of people who could carry a story, but not necessarily give Kofi the sort of banger match that a lot of people need to go along with that good story. If that makes sense. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I think the Orton stuff was the best stuff as far as like the story, but Randy at this time, just, he he didn't i don't know if he wasn't motivated or, or what it was but he just he was there and he was just having yeah. matches and and that was kind of kind of it uh I, I i don't like fully recall randy orton's 2019 but um it didn't seem like he you know he was on like a ton of stuff before i think he might have actually had a, an injury or something during this time now i'm going to have to to look it up to to recall what was going on but orton had the the best story stuff but yeah orton and orton's never been known as this like high work rate guy that you know gets the five-star matches and everything randy orton is a a very professional worker and there is nothing wrong with that but kofi is a guy who can pick it up a little bit in the ring and orton wasn't going to you know kind of get in that gear with, with Kofi. And so you needed the story to carry things. They had the story to carry it, but this is going to lead us to our next match at Clash of the Champions. And this is one that I kind of put on Orton. So we got Clash of the Champions against Orton or Kevin Owens, Money in the Bank. This is it, Andrew. Which one is the defining match of Kofi's title run? And I hate to say it, we're looking at underwhelming stuff here. Yeah, but it's, it, it's like really, 
like again, just to sort of repeat what I said, like I, I, I really feel like they, they put Kofi in a position where he be bring or be in a story with people who could, like they, they could tell a good television story and get to that pay per view point, and like they could make it interesting and make it engaging. Like you got people like Samoa Joe, everybody know how great Joe is on the mic. Kevin Owens, Ziggler, yeah, you know, yeah, it, you know, that is what it is. Randy, again, best one. Um. Like I, I'm looking at it, like I, I I don't like remember too much about this Orton Kofi match. Like I see it went long and went 20 minutes. Um, and like I'm, I remember like a lot of the stuff that happened on this show, which is like very very weird. And and I I I, I hate that I I I should have went back and watched it. And I hate that I remember a lot of the stuff. I'm looking at the card, bro, and I remember so much of what happened on this show. Like I, I didn't even think this was a show when uh when Brody Lee came back and he uh. He attacked Roman Reigns and helped uh help help ruin or something like that. And I remember yeah. Sasha. This, this, yeah. this is this is the this is the Sasha and Becky, but bro. All right, so I I know I know we get into a whole other thing, but Sasha should have beat Becky in one of these matches, though. Like she she yeah. should she should have won one of these matches, like or the next one they had at uh I think it was the next one they had at Hell in a Cell. But um, but but yeah, I, I don't remember too much about this Kofi Orton match, but I do remember that. I remember thinking that this was better than the SummerSlam match, and I think that was primarily because we got a decisive finish to it, and Kofi came out as champion. And he got the win, so I'm gonna say because of the, I'm gonna say because of the story, the overall culmination of the story, I'm gonna say that the Orton Kofi match at Clash of the Champion Clash of Champions is the defining. Uh, highlight of Kofi's run, and I'm, I'm gonna say the Owens. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say the, Co- the Kofi or the Clash of the Champions match. That's one A, and then Owens and Kofi. That's one B. I'm gonna say that somebody's honking their horn outside. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> they're supporting so, your decision of, of Kofi and Orton. They're they're cheering for it. Yeah, but yeah, I I, I, I don't know that like that. That's like distracting me. I don't know what the hell is going on. Um. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say the the Kofi Orton match at Clash of the Champions, Clash of Champions. That's the defining highlight of Kofi's WWE title run. And I, I, I think on this night, uh, this is when New Day lost the titles to the Revival or the FTR, and this was the uh, yes. the beginning of the end for for the New Day. And, uh, so I was um, here we go. Well, not the because we had we had we had Biggie get his moment uh back in 2021 when he won the WWE title. So I'm not gonna say the beginning then, but I'm talking about for this stretch, it got a uh, very dark times, Jeremy. Very dark times. Cause I'm pretty sure you're about to get into the next uh what happened right after right after this. Well, real quickly on on Kofi and Orton from from Clash of Champions, I'm not gonna recommend anybody go back and rewatch this. It, it's mm-hmm. 20 minutes, it's a little outside of my match wheelhouse, unless it's mm-hmm. a great match, and this is not really a, a great great match um for a feud that you know is supposed to be really personal and or in threatening kids and everything this match like really lacked that intensity you would hope to Mm -hmm. see and in fall to sasha becky match from what i remember they're like kind of did have that intensity and and you know this is again where i just kind of put on orton of like he was just going to work a randy orton pace and style match and in this moment he needed to pick it up a little bit and he didn't and i thought that was a detriment to to the match and that's why this match this match isn't bad but yeah 20 minutes it could have just been better and it didn't feel like they were working the match that went along with the story it just felt like they were working a regular match but it had nothing to do with what the actual build-up was uh i actually prefer 
the Kevin Owens match. Like looking back at this now, I feel bad. I feel so bad for Kofi Kingston because yeah. the start of this was so great with the Daniel Bryan match and in that moment and everything. And then his title ran. The Orton feud was good. And I the think story, that's why, the story was yeah, that story yes, was good. That's the yes, the story was good, and that's why like I'm not. I understand why you'd be like, yeah, Clash of Champions is sort of the defining match and the title reign because the Orton the Orton story is by far the defining story mm-hmm. in the title reign. But, but the match, as far as, like <laughs> match goes, yeah, I kind of think the triple threat with AJ yeah, and Sammy is like the best match of just like, hey, I can throw this on, watch it, and like this is the actual match quality, the best match of it. And that's a very throwaway match because he didn't have a singles match against either of these guys, which yeah. I guess is sort of fitting of it, this match is the defining match. And it's like, it's kind of just an un- underwhelming throwaway match and no offense to, to Kofi's reign, but the reign itself felt throwaway because yeah. we got the big moment to start and then we got the moment to end and that's what people remember of kofi kingston's reign is the very start of it and how and, happy everyone was yeah. and the very end of it and how terrible it was and how mad everyone was and the actual reign itself was just it existed but i, but I, I feel like especially at this time and like even before that i think that um in terms of like vince's booking like he always had an issue with booking baby faces in a very strong manner that didn't make them feel like they were like less than their opposition. Like, I, I feel like he did that like with a lot of people and there were some people who he did decent jobs with or okay jobs with, or even great jobs with in terms of like that. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say a lot of people, but there were some people like I even think about Seth Rollins is in a kind of the title run from 2018, but he was just having nothing but bangers bangers like every like in mo- most of the stuff that Rollins did that year when he was on the IC title room and, and then they treated him really great as a baby face and like I, I just think that like just to repeat what I said earlier I think it just came down to Kofi being in a position where he was against guys who could really help him tell a great story or just even if it was short term it could help him get to that point in terms of like verbalizing to the audience and verbalizing to people watching at home and stuff but in terms of just m- making sure that they get invested into the, the the story but like at the end of the day you gotta you gotta deliver in ring you know what i'm saying like because that's what i mean i to, to me personally that's what matters the most is what you deliver in the ring like it could be a good story definitely could be a good story but for my personal preference i want to see a great story and i want to see you go out there and have a banger too and i just feel like they never really put kofi in there with somebody who could follow up on their end and i also think it was like a chemistry thing but like most of these guys like like i think that was like one of the more I, I would say Ziggler is probably the one of the more shocking ones because, like, normally people think it's Dolph Ziggler, and even me think it's Dolph Ziggler. It's like you could throw him in with anybody and he'll make it work. And like, I, 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 it was just something about him and Kofi's thing; it didn't click. And I think that was primarily because I just wasn't invested in much of anything that they were doing, and that was more so on how they were was presenting Ziggler at that time. And I just was not involved because oh, 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 I what was when he came back at a. When he came back for the 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 Saudi match, Ziggler had been on TV for a little bit, right? If I, yeah, if I remember yeah, correctly, okay, been yeah, on TV for yeah, a while. yeah, he had been on TV. So like, he, even though he was gone for that period of time, like, it's it's like, I I just was not invested in Dolph Ziggler at all. When I look at the Kevin Owens one, I think that was that that was really good in terms of the story. Um, like I remember that match and like it was it, it was okay. And then like the like we just talked about with the Randy thing, the story was great, matches were not that great, 
not not necessarily something that people can like go back and like oh I I gotta watch this and and, and I, it's, it's kind of sad because like like you said I do feel like that's gonna be the um like like the 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 shining thing or the standout thing about Kofi's title run is that the 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 moment when it happened was great the build up to it was fantastic in terms of like getting there to the WrestleMania 35 and then all people think about like a, a, everything else is sort of like blocked out and then you just remember how we got here the big moment and then of course how it ended which was something the, like looking the absolute, all these years back like the the i don't know if it's the worst booking decision ever it is it's up there, up there. it's yeah, it's very up there. It's up very there. up there. Yes. Because you know what? I was actually very much looking forward to this match between him and Brock. It seemed obvious too. Brock. Yeah. It seemed obvious Brock yep. was gonna win. Right. Yes, like bro. it's fine yes. if Brock bro. wins. I get it. Hey, but hey, 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 real, real quick. Uh, uh, you go my bad, bro. I was just the way they did it was okay. It made everything feel pointless with, with Kofi's reign. And why didn't they give this guy any type of a chance in this match? Because we've seen Brock have great matches against smaller guys. The, the AJ matches, the Brian matches, Finn, Kofi just bumping around, but having those little hope spots and everything. Like, bro, you bro, can like tell I, great story. And instead, it was just duh. one and done. When I say I have said this on so like many podcasts, though, like I like I, 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 I like drive that shit up a wall. How many times I've like said like that exact same thing, like I, 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 I like it's like burned in my brain. Even like how I said these things, like when I when I, so when I initially I remember when I first saw that match graphic, um, about Kofi defending the title against Brock. I remember the first thing that came out. I was like, oh, that's it. Like that's yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like that that yeah. that was like the first thing that came to my head when I saw it. I was like, oh, that's you know, it, it, it's over, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's over. Like I. Just knowing how they view Brock and how well, I should say how Vince views Brock, and how a lot of people view Brock, like I, I just knew that like it was it, it was a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, but I was hoping that it was gonna be like that AJ 2017 Survivor Series match, like it was gonna be Brian, like it was gonna be Ray at Survivor Series 2018. Um, I, I believe that was 2018 Survivor Series 2018 when he when Dominic got involved. I was hoping it was gonna be like Balor. At the Rumble, you know what I'm saying. I was I was hoping it was gonna be some along those lines. Like even like when I when I think back at all these matches, bro, that that you was just talking about, um, like even the, the AJ Survivor Series 2017 match. I remember AJ hit the phenomenal forearm. Then he had the calf crusher, and like you, there th- was like that brief moment where you thought that there was a chance, there was a chance that he was going to beat Brock. And then going back to the Brian match when he gave, I'm pretty sure everybody remembers this. Like you see the clip like every, like two weeks, every two, or, or two weeks, every two weeks on Twitter when he gave him the low blow and the running knee. And like, yeah. I remember that pretty sure just like you, Jeremy, you thought that there was a chance that he was going to be brought, especially considering that I think Brian had just won the title like a week before that. So like you, you didn't think that they was going to do Brian like that, especially in the midst of that, uh, his heel, his, what we, what we were going to know is the beginning of his heel run. When, uh, when, when Ballard, I remember about at the Rumble 20, is that 2019 when, when he pushed uh, Brock into the announce table. And I remember Brock had some type of, um he, he has like a real life, like what was it? It was like in a- The diverticulitis. Uh, yeah, the diverticulitis. And that was, that was like a real thing. And they were like bigging that up uh in the match and stuff like that. And like it, he went, got, got back in the ring, went up for the coup de grace. And like, there was that moment when you thought that he was going to win. Same thing with Ray, when he faced Ray. When Dominic came in and hit the double 619 and the double splash, 
well, I'm, I'm gonna be. I, I didn't think he was gonna be Brock, but like, <laughs> there, there, there was like that that little thing where it was right. like he might do it. You know what I'm saying? Like he might do. They might they might pull the trigger and they might you know have another way to go with this. Like, I I, I just don't get. What do you get out of? But it, 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 it's not like we haven't seen Brock vulnerable for vulnerable before against smaller talents. Like this is not some new thing that we that we like ne- we've never seen Brock weak before and all this type of stuff. I, I felt like they just like it, it, any excuse that I've heard as to why they sort of went that route like does not hold up and does not make any sense because like you could have treated Kofi the exact same way that you treated each of those individuals that we just named or even not even that small individuals bigger opponents you could have treated them the exact same way how you you could have treated Kofi the exact same way how you treated them and like even looking back on it now bro it's still one like one of the most baffling booking decisions and the way that they like sort of threw Kofi to the wayside after that Cain Velasquez which was not good at all like they like and, and it was it was pointless because bro was it Kane gone like not too long after that like I, I remember I remember him doing the thing I he did like the saying, one match he did, he did the one, one match, match against Brock and I don't think he did anything and that was it after bro, that yeah but I, I remember him saying in the interview that he was going to be in the rumble yeah and but but I, I don't think like he was supposed to say that or something like that I, I, I don't think that was like something that he was supposed to bring up or, or, or whatever that situation was but like Kane was gone after that like I, I like that I think he did the one Brock match like you said and then that was it so and and, and I, I know people like I, I remember I saw uh one 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 tweet with somebody was like, well, you know, he kinda he kinda got his uh his his moment, I think it was at the 2020 Rumble, uh when 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 Brock was like running through everybody as I think he was WWE champion at the time or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like running through everybody and like I remember Kofi came out and Biggie came out and like they was doing their whole thing with them and and, and and that type of stuff. But like but that that's not but that's that, that I mean that that's the rumble and all, and it's cool, but it's 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 not what people wanted. Like I wanted to see, like I'm pretty sure you remember, bro. You remember when they was like sort of teasing, like Kofi sort of showing like this new type of aggression, like when he was like there, there's like your internet cut for a second. Um, I, I think you were saying when he he squashed the pancake when when Brock Lesnar had been mentioned in, in a backstage segment and yes that was when it seemed like they were going with a, a new aggression on kofi and going to like the rumble it's like they had this moment but then they all just got tossed by brock anyway so what did the moment really yeah. do if brock is still kind of tossed them out of the ring well there there was really no yeah. moment but like I, I, yeah, I, I, he I, never got good uh, uh, you go ahead, Jeremy. I think my thing was lagging for a little bit. I caught up though. Oh, I was, say, I was just saying, like there was no actual moment of revenge for for Kofi. It was just, hey, it happened, and then Kofi was just tag team guy again. Yeah, and it was very unfortunate. And and yeah, like like I was saying, I don't mind that Brock won. I think we all expected Brock to win when yeah. we saw the graphic and everything. But to just jump F five over it why why treat why treat it like that like give him the same treatment you gave everybody else that was kind of in this position against brock of do the underdog baby face thing and give him his hope spots and then okay he loses but to do him like that in that match and then the follow-up be what it was 
it made everything just feel the Kofi mania is still one of the greatest moments ever. The, the title reign was underwhelming. At least if he could have had that fighting champion match against Brock, it would have been like, all right, you know, the, the reign was underwhelming, but he showed out against Brock. Like that was yeah. good. And maybe, you know, he would have looked better in the eyes of, of management of like, he had this great match against Brock. Like, you know, we, maybe we can continue when there's still something there with him. We can keep doing something. You never gave him that chance because of the yeah. way you did you did him with Brock. And I just again, if it's not the most baffling booking decision in, in history, it's certainly it's up, yeah. It, and 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 bro, Kofi didn't get another shot at the title until Money in the Bank 2021, right? Was that that could have been his, his next match? Yeah. But, but I, yeah, I know he didn't face Brock that soon. Yeah, oh yeah, he didn't get he didn't get Brock. But like uh <laughs> like I, I I I remember like I think it was against Lashley. At the Money in the Bank 2021, right? Wasn't it? Yes. But last year was still yeah. champion. Yep. That, yeah. that, I think that was the next time that Kofi got a title shot. So that was a whole almost two, almost four, two years later. But it's, it's it's so crazy, like thinking back on that time and like how I had like these like super high expectations for this title run that he had, that he was going to have. Like I, I thought that this was about to be like one of the best things of Kofi's career. Like especially coming off the big title win, and it started off really. It started, it started off decent, man. We got the stuff with Brian, and I, I, I personally enjoyed the stuff with Kevin Owens, that story that they told, and in, in, in the match was okay and stuff like that. And then, like, it sort of, like, from, from there, it, it felt like, but, like, I I, I, I'm, I I hate to keep harping back on this, bro, but I I really feel like if, if you take away, if you remove Dolph out of the scenario, you slap Ali in with the story that was there, I feel like it, I, I feel like the beginning part of it would have been it would have been more memorable extension wise. Like you would have like a greater memory, like fonder memory of Kofi's beginning title run because like it felt like just once the Ziggler stuff happened, it just went like and, and like from a booking standpoint, but it felt like they were just trying to get to the next thing with Kofi. Like it felt like they just okay, we got point A, let's hurry up get this done. Point B. Sorry, we get this done. Point C, which is Randy Orton. Okay, we got some some meat on the bone to this thing, but we need to just extend this for a little bit. And like, bro, I I, I don't know why, bro, but like, I, I I feel like one day it's gonna be like some interview or something like that. And somebody gonna reveal that like the when was the moment that like Vince McMahon like fucking decided that he was gonna take the title off Kofi or some shit like that. But I like I I I, I kind of felt like they sort of like not gave up on him, but like I don't, I don't, it, it just felt like they kind of treated Kofi as like he was like a placeholder champion and like he was just a guy that was like just getting them to the next point and like I but when I, when I, I'm not even gonna give Vince no damn credit for booking anything long term I'm, I'm I'm gonna say that he was just like they just treated Kofi like as a day-by-day champion like it's like okay he'll hold the belt and then we'll figure that shit out as we go and like the rest of it like and then once Brock came along in the pitch and they finally decided on that it was like okay that's that's the guy that, that they were going with so I like oh when I look at Kobe's title reign, like looking at it, bro, it it is kind of sad. Like thinking about like how great the moment was that him winning the title in the lead up to it, and like what the reign turned out to be. And like even even now, bro, like it's it, it's crazy because like when you when you see, well, I, I'm gonna say like I, I'm, I'm gonna say like outside of Jinder Mahal, like when you see these guys who were former WWE champions, like Kofi feels like he he feels like he was a former champion. Former WWE champion, bro, but they they just I don't know, but they, they just sort of treat him like just like any other person. Like they it just do, it almost doesn't it, feel it, like he's a former WWE yeah. champion. But, but I'm about to say 
I about to say, bro, and even now, bro, they 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 treat they doing the, the Royal Rumble stuff with him again. Like Kofi's the Rumble guy. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm why like why y'all keep doing this to this man, bro? Like I get stuff is cool, but like, bro, that's bro, he I I feel like you can you can get so much more out of Kofi. Like I, I don't know present day if that's still an option. Like I I I I've, I've, I'm I'm talking about like just in terms of like a general consensus, but like I've always been in the belief that you can make people care about anybody you just got to make the story worth it or you got to make the person interesting enough for people to want to care about said individual and i i don't know but i, I just feel like kofi's like his presentation over the last several years like i, I feel like they've done some okay stuff with him but like for the most part it kind of feels like they he's like but i'm not gonna say he's like not appreciated but it, it, it does feel like just looking at that title run and and the way that it was handled it, it just felt like they just sort of treated him like, okay, like he he's just the champion for now. Like just just let him hold the title until we figure out like what our next move is. And then once they figured out what that first move was, they took that shot immediately and did this shit as quickly as possible to get the title off this dude. So, but yeah, I, like, when you talk about Kofi, but I think Kofi one of the greatest of all time in terms of WWE. Like look at the stuff he's done, like the careers. He had a great fucking career, had having a great career. So like I I I, I think that there is a point where he can challenge for a world title again in terms of winning it i just think that depends on the story and like you can get the right build into it but i i i would personally like to see kofi get slotted back into that main event scene in a way because i like bro I, I remember like after that like he sort of he just went back to being like a tag team wrestler and like he just yeah. went back to like what he was doing like prior to the title run. Like, I, I would have really enjoyed like if they, bro, just because you're not champion anymore doesn't mean that you can't be sliding instead of the main event. You still can't be within that mix, within you know, with the AJs, with the you know whoever was around in the main event scene at that time. That just because you're not the champion anymore doesn't mean that you still can't be in like those number one contender matches or those gauntlet matches. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where you want to see the the sort of the top flight uh, women and men in their respective divisions go at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like. They they never really treated Kofi in that man. They was like, okay, title run over. Thank you, Kofi, but it's time to go back to the new day. You know what I'm saying? And this, yeah. and, and that was it. That, that that was literally it. And then he stayed in that position, and I think he stayed in he stayed in that position until uh, Money in the Bank last year, and that was the ultimate, you know, the setup to uh, to Biggie winning the title, which was another great moment. And Look! Look at that. His reign sort of turned out the exact same way. Look at that. That's so, 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 something about the book, book of New Day, bro, and them being able to be champion. I'm telling you, like it, 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 it's 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 really crazy how E's run was like literally the same as Kofi's run in a way, but except for the fact that they was having Biggie fucking lose on TV and he was losing on pay per views. It's like I'm talking losing to Roman and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I it, it's it's so crazy, bro. Like how. Both of them had these great moments, and then like the run was just not good at all. Like I mean, it it, it they, they had their moments when it was like it was halfway decent and it was good, but like the only thing you remember from it is the moment that it happened in terms of like fond memories. So yeah, I know I just got on my soapbox just now, nice. and I, I feel like I just took us like twenty minutes, but like bro, it's it's so crazy to think about like. Like when you just ran down that list, and you even reminded me of some um, like some stuff that I had forgot about, like especially that AJ Sammy match. Like, it, like I like as we was talking about it, it started like coming back to me because I didn't remember it. So yeah, like I, I think that was a shining moment. Like maybe 
But you, you know what would have been cool, bro, if, if Kofi and AJ could have could have Kofi and AJ would have been really good because AJ was he had that uh the 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 match with Orton at WrestleMania where yeah. nobody could see it. Um <laughs> like but that that would have been a, a good feud. I wouldn't even mind something something with Sammy. Like Sammy was doing doing good work at this time as well. Like that I think that would have been fine. Uh you mentioned Kofi being like underappreciated overall. I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think New Day overall is underappreciated in the scope of WWE. And I know mm. they've named them like the greatest faction yeah, of all yeah. time a couple years ago, whatever. And like they have all the accolades and everything. I think they could have done so much more with them, like as singles guys than than that actually happened. The fact that it took Xavier Woods uh however many years to get the king of the ring and they gave it to him and then they didn't really do a whole lot and then it just came fodder for Roman Reigns and now you mm-hmm. don't even remember that he was king of the ring. You you mentioned the title reigns of of Kofi, the title reigns of E. It's like right after they were over, hey, now you're just back to, yeah, to New Day kind kind of thing. Like I think as a group, they're obviously very appreciated. As like singles guys, very underappreciated because but they, they, they're they great wrestlers, bro. And they're yeah. good, they're great wrestlers, bro. Like they're every great entertainers. Last one, yeah. Like, yeah, they are. They're, they're <laughs> very good wrestlers. Like, but as far as like an entertainment factor, the the shit they've had to take over the years and like make it mean something and turn it into like just a memorable segment. Uh, the Biggie has said this before, and I I'm sure the uh Kofi and Woods and Uso said it. You remember the rap battle segment with those two? <laughs> it's like that could have died a huge oh, yeah. death, a oh, yeah. huge death. And then Biggie has said, like, you know, I came backstage and Brian's like, that could have been the whole show. That was great. <laughs> like, that was just top tier entertainment. Like, they have taken just so much stuff that just should have died. And some of it didn't get over too well. But mm. nine out of ten times, they've elevated everything they have done. And they could have been doing this as singles guys as well. And, like, they could have been just doing more as singles guys. And the fact that they got like they got their moments as singles guys, but the fact that it's like not remembered or it was just cast away, and you don't remember that Kofi Kingston is a former champion and he doesn't feel like he's treated as such yeah. is is kind of a shame. Yeah, it, but it, but John, what, what was that? I, I'm I, I don't know if I'm remembering this correctly, but was it was it King of the Ring the King of the Ring tournament when like in the brackets? Like Kofi and Woods, like they, they, it looked like they was gonna face each other, and then they just went yeah. like a completely other route. And I was like, "What are you doing?" Like that, that that's that's a great story right there, bro. And like I, I even remember, I, I hope I'm remembering this right. I think it was 2018, um, when the U.S. title was vacant, and they were doing like a tournament, and I think Robert Roode run it. And 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 and, and I, I want to say Xavier Woods was in that tournament. I think he was. With Jinder Mahal and like some somebody else, if, I, if I'm remembering that correctly, and like I know a lot of people were like for the clamor for Woods, man. They was like, yeah, like let's 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 get let's get some U.S. title for Xavier Woods. Let's let's roll behind Xavier Woods, and then they went the route that they went. Um, but like it, it always feels like with like just to piggyback on what you said in terms of the the group, they're a great group, and I think they're heralded as one of the greatest factions three-man groups in, in in the history of wwe but like in terms of singles like i, I gotta agree with you like it feels like they are very very underappreciated and he's especially bro for real for real bro xavier woods is I, he's I, I'm, I'm, but I'm, I'm not gonna say he's the most 
underappreciated within New Day, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna say just strictly with in ring work. I feel like Xavier Woods has shown plenty of times, bro, that he can go if you just let him go, like you let him do his thing. Like I, I but what, what, he he had a um he he had a hell in a cell match. I think against Bob was it against Bobby Lashley? Yeah, on yeah. Raw. But that yeah. and it, it was really it was really fucking good. Like what? But what? Like when you put Woods, like you go back and look at Woods, Woods high profile singles matches or main event singles matches, bro. He always delivers and he never falls short. No matter who he's in the ring with, like he can go. And like I always felt like Woods is probably like one of the most underappreciated wrestlers. Like just pure in ring work, like within New Day, and sort of on the WWE roster. I feel like because he he don't really get the chance to like show that like because he's always been within the group and i'm pretty sure he ain't gonna complain about that but like i don't know i i, I feel like what i feel like it has will's never been in the continental u.s champion has he no i don't i don't, I don't believe I, so yeah so but it, i can't it's remember crazy. if he has i cannot remember i don't remember it, it right yeah i'm looking it up and no he hasn't it's always been tag team stuff for him but, it, it, but it's, it's crazy that woods has never had one of those titles like one of those intercontinental because i think that would have been a great Run, but and you, Jeremy, you want to know what's the craziest thing about Kofi's title run, bro? It's like, I, 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 I know a lot of people would be like, well, well, why would you do that? Or like, how would you even get to that point, bro? The, the fact that we never got Kofi being like, I want to, I mean, because I, I mean, because I, I, I sort of get both sides of, of like the, the argument of like, why would you even want to do this? Because it, like, it, it, it could like. It's storyline caused a rift between the group, like, and it would make sense to, to go that route. But like, I always wanted to see Kofi being like, you know what, bro, I got the WWE title. Let me let me go ahead and get my guys a shot. Let's do a triple threat. Me, E, and Woods. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and it, bro, I I think just because of the way that simply that time and for a long time in WWE with how they book, it's like. Anybody who's a tag team wrestler, and whenever you face a member of your tag team, they got to be some type of blood feud, and somebody got to hate the next person, and they got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and even yeah. even in comparison, like I know a lot of people not really big on NXT 2.0, um, or NXT whatever it is now. This new version of NXT, but I I I I, I sort of like what they're doing with Braun and Apollo, because like, bro. Everything doesn't have to be like this, motherfucker. I hate you. You know, I want, I hope I want to snap your neck. You know, what I'm saying? everything don't gotta be like that, bro. It could just be two people who got mutual respect for each other, and they gonna they gonna go at it when it's time to go at it. You know, what I'm saying like, I don't hate you, but I want to win the title. And like, I, I, I is that like the best example? Like the the, the Fisher stuff. I'm like, okay, but like, what, what, what are we doing? <laughs> like, like, you know, what I'm saying like, it's, it's it's not the best stuff, but I'm talking, but but I'm talking about just like the premise of it, like the 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 the. The, the middle, the thick of it. Like, I, I like that it's not, it doesn't have to be like this blood thing. Now, do I prefer that? Yes. But I it just, I like that diversity within the storylines that it shows that everything doesn't have to be A, B, and C. You can mix in F, G, H, Y. You know what I'm saying? You could do a whole bunch of other different stuff. And I always felt like with Kofi Woods and, and, and E, you could have went that route and spared me another Dolph Ziggler match. And you could have just went, you could have just been like, hey, Kofi just being like, you know what? I got the title right now. I don't know when I'm, I don't know if I'm going to win it again. I want to make sure that I get my guys an opportunity to win. Now, who you have take the L in that match, 
glad I don't have to have to debate that because we just talk about hypotheticals. So like I don't got to make that choice. But like I always felt like they could have did something. You, you, you got the shield triple threat. You know what I'm saying? We got the one at uh what was that Battleground 2016 when it was Roman yeah. Reigns and, and so. Seth and, and and Mox and that, I think I was at that show in DC. And, and um yeah, like I always felt like you could have did something like that with, with Kofi Woods and Ian. I, I think a lot of people would have been invested in that, bro, just to see them have a triple threat for the for the title and you build it up right and you tell the right story and make it competitive. Do keep keep it within the, the friendship aspect of New Day, but man, make make it known that each of them, including Kofi, wants to be champion. And they're yeah. willing to do whatever it takes to be champion, but also keeping their friendship intact. And that can sort of play into the finish of the match where maybe one doesn't want to do this with the other or something like that. Like I always felt like you could have you could have went that route. But it's 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 so it's sort of sad that we sort of fantasy booking stuff right now that probably would have been way better than the shit that they did. They Crazy. we gotta have another Dolph Ziggler match, Andrew. That's what we gotta have. Another Dolph Ziggler match. And you're right about the, the New Day Trouble Threat. They've talked about it before of like, oh, we don't know if we want they to have. do it. Oh we yeah, did. oh yeah, yeah. It, like if we do it, like it it might just be like I'm going to put him in a headlock and he's going to tickle me in type of thing. It's like, I don't know if people want to watch that, but like you can book stuff about just mutual respect. Like that's part of sports, right? Like that's part of NBA games, the Super Bowl, whatever it might be. Like there's not always this big rival of like, I hate that other team. It's like, you know, right. I like a lot of guys on the other team, but like, <laughs> I'm going to try to win this game. Okay. Like we see, we see it in fights all the time. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes two fighters respect each other, but it's like, you know what, I'm going to try to go out there and win this championship. And you can book it of a way of, it can just be about a competitive aspect of things you don't you really don't even have to do like oh man he he was afraid to do that because he didn't want to cost them his friendship or anything you just go out there and just have three guys trying to win a match and at the end of the day someone wins a match and then afterwards it's like you know what on this day you were the better man you know a year from now let's see who you know if we're in this same position one of us got a title maybe i'll be the better man and you could have ran it back it when biggie had the title it'd be like you know what Two years ago, that, you were the better man, Kofi. Now let's I want to give you guys a shot. Let's see if you're still the better man two years later and let's see what happens. Like you can do things like that, but there was no, you know, real foresight to obviously do something two years down the line because they can't think of anything to do two hours <laughs> down the line. Hey, hey Jerry, you wanna know what's crazy about what you just said about the biggie, like him like flipping that role between Kofi, but I I swear I I, I really feel like Kofi would have been like, let me take the pen. Like in that triple yeah. threat, like, I, 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 I don't know why, bro, but I just feel like Kofi would have been like, if, if we doing the triple threat, I'm taking the pin. Like I, I, I feel like he would have did that for E, and also would have did that for Woods, like without hesitation, like for any of them. And I, I feel like that would have been a great, a great thing to showcase. Cause like, cause like even even when you do that triple threat, bro, I feel like a lot of people they sort of they sort of write Woods off a little bit because he is the least accolade wise accomplished of the group. In terms of like, because you know, Kofi, them, you know, U.S. titles, different tag titles with multiple different partners. One, one of my, one of my favorite Kofi tag title runs was him and CM Punk, just because that that's that's fucking great. But um, but but in, in E NXT champion, but but, in, but Biggie was the second NXT champion, wasn't he? Because I know Seth Rollins was the yeah, first. Seth is first, yeah. First, Seth is first. I think he was the second. I, I believe because I know he he. He beat so he beat Rollins. If I'm from that was a long ass time ago. I don't remember, bro. But uh, but yeah, he, yeah, he, he, he like I, I think that would have been that would have been like a real cool thing 
that, that they could have did. But yeah, going back to my point, I had sort of lost what I was saying. But I, I feel like people sort of write Woods off a little bit because he's the least accolade accomplished of the of the entire group. Like everybody has had these like moments, these big moments in terms of like winning singles championships. Like even when he won the title in the Thunderdome, when they had the whole roster come out and they had the the, the pyro and the, you know all the, the 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 confetti coming down, and that was a great moment for Big E when he won the title for Sami Zayn. Kofi had countless moments like that, um, big moments. And Woods hasn't really had that yet. He had the King of the Ring, but it's like it's not. Which happened in Saudi. We're well, having the South. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. It's like it's, it, it like I, I feel like Woods is due for like one of those big moments, bro. But I like I I don't I don't think that's gonna happen under the Triple H regime. I feel like Triple H he is he he has a he has an affinity for people who were with him in NXT. Like he has the he has like that uh that bleeding heart for like a lot of like the Ballards, the Owens, the Zanes, the um, you know, and, and rightfully so. I'm I'm not, I'm not saying like you know they they don't deserve that, but I'm talking about like it, I, I feel like there are people, certain people in the roster, simply Xavier Woods, who can give you something, and if you just give them the opportunity to do that, you would be surprised at what they can do. Yeah, uh, Woods is not only in the ring great, just on television great. His mind for just business overall yeah it is great the stuff he's done with his gaming channel all the different avenues he's he's created for himself or, or got involved in like xavier woods is legitimately one of the i mean i know the the thing of has the phd and everything but like, yeah. legitimately just one of the smartest people in wrestling uh and i would like to see them do more i feel like we could fantasy book like a, just a ton of new day stuff in what not only now but then hindsight of fantasy booking things I'm, i've actually already just like thought of a bunch of ideas I, what <laughs> some type of show like a fantasy booking show andrew any closing closing words on just the the kofi rain overall uh no i i think we probably i think i probably said everything i like i i, need, I wanted to say or needed to say about the about the title when I, I really did enjoy uh some of the points that you brought up because you made me think about uh some stuff that i had forgotten about and even like some points that uh that needed to come back to my head and stuff like that. So I really enjoyed the whole conversation. And yeah, man, I, I, I feel like you can, like right now, as I'm looking at it, bro, especially in this new regime, bro, I, I feel like we can at least get another IC title run or another US title run out of Kofi. Like in, ter in terms of a world title, I just like the story got to be there. And I feel like you can tell that story if the, if the time was, if, if the time is right and it's, but like I, I just like especially under this regime, bro. I, I, I just don't, I, I just don't see that happening. But I, I definitely think that Kofi should get another single title run, like whichever uh, that may be. In, ter in terms of, I, I know we talking about Kofi, but like in terms of like the whole new day, like I, I feel like me and you just had a great conversation about Xavier Woods, um, and I feel like he can give a lot more than a lot, a lot more if he just given an opportunity. With E, bro, I don't know like what his stat. This is, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know he was very candid about like, you know, uh his injury and stuff like that. And how if he if it would have just been like one inch to the left or one something to the right, it could have been fatal, paralyzed, you know, paralyzed possibly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that, that's that's some rough shit to think about. I'm pretty sure wrestling is probably like the last thing on his mind right now. Like, dude, probably just living his life. I know he's doing the campus rush tour stuff right now. But Jeremy, let me tell you something, bro. If Big E is good to go. This man is going to get one of the best reactions that yeah. we have probably seen in a long time. Not, I'm not saying better than anybody else's or nothing like that, but I'm talking about he's going to get an amazing reaction, bro. And I'm talking about this is going to be one of the biggest pops 
if they Jeremy, I, I Jeremy, I swear, bro, if this man come back and they put this man in a tag team and they put this man in a U.S. title or an Intercontinental title, but I don't want to see him nowhere but the world title picture, bro. The main event, like I don't want, like even if you don't want to throw him in there right off the bat, I want to see Big E where he belongs, bro, in the main event scene, like in that area, wrestling the big dogs. You know what I'm saying? He's one of them. Like, I, I I just hope that if he does come back, they don't just treat this dude like he's just, oh, yeah, he's back with the New Day. And I love New Day. I love New Day, bro. I love them as a group. I think what they do is great. You want to know what's crazy about New Day? For 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 people for, for people that wrestle, people that is a, a, a trios, they don't do a lot of trios matches. Like, that, that shit is crazy to me. Like, they are a six-man group who don't wrestle a lot of six man tag matches which is insane. bro if 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 e is if e comes back bro and, and they treat this dude like he's just like another person bro i'm a spaz out they need to treat this dude like he's the biggest fucking deal i i i want them and i'm, I'm predicting this right now i want them to treat biggie how they going to get back because i know cody well I, I would hope just for booking standpoint and that they would treat cody like you know Cody, young young Rose, man, let, let him go do his thing. But but yeah, man, like I, I, when I'm looking at New Day, definitely one of the greatest factions in in terms of WWE. Uh, if, if you could you could certainly debate maybe the greatest faction. Um, me, me personally, I think that what, what what I'm looking at it in terms of like what they accomplished, bro, in terms of accolades, like as a group, I think they are the greatest faction in terms of like individual accolades. I'm gonna say. If you talk, if you're talking just collectively as a group, I think New Day is the greatest. But if you're talking about like in terms of like tag team championships and shit like that, but if you're talking about like singles titles, single success, and 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 this is like more so of a like a kayfabe thing, because because like you know they don't fucking determine who win the titles. But like I'm talking about like you would probably say the Shield. It's like in terms of like just singles right. accolades and like like just stuff that they've done by themselves. But yeah, when I'm yeah, but just to repeat, like I think when you talk about like just overall team success, I think that New Day is probably the greatest faction that WWE has ever uh, put together, and they still they still they still going, bro. They about to win the NXT tag titles on Saturday, so there you go. Look at that. I hope so. I hope Look so. at that. I do hope that happens, Andrew. Thank you again for joining me today. Let everybody know where they can find you at. Uh, they can find me on. Twitter and Instagram or AD Thompson underscore underscore. Uh, I'm take on my YouTube channel, Andrew Thompson Interviews. Just up, uh, finished editing. So, like, before I jumped on here, I was editing some clips. So, I'm gonna put some stuff up on the channel this weekend, add some clips, some past interviews, and record some new stuff in the new year or hopefully at the end of this month, whichever one. But you're gonna see some new stuff from the channel as well. So, just stay tuned and check out some clips that I got, uh, that I'm gonna throw up there. And, uh, you can check out my rim work at Post Wrestling. Um, I do a podcast over there called the NWA Podcast with uh, my guys Nate and Chris. Um, we just recorded a new episode. Always enjoy talking, uh, enjoy talking to them. And uh, yeah, check out my rim work too. And yeah, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got for you, Jeremy. Andrew, th- <laughs> thank you again. Check out the the links are below. Everybody, go go subscribe to his channel. Always doing great interviews, posting new clips and everything. And go to Post Wrestling. Check out all the, the news work that he's doing. The news updates whenever they come out it's usually like three times a week i believe uh and yeah. the, whether it's the news updates or the singular post go over there doing great work as always andrew i appreciate you so much thank you again 
for doing this, guys. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Guys, remember, you can subscribe, leave a thumbs up on this video, uh, subscribe to Fightful Overbooked, check out everything we're doing over here. We just had a New Japan podcast drop yesterday. We have uh, coexisting tomorrow and then Newsworthy on Saturday. So new episodes, new content daily here on Fightful Overbooked. Thank you guys for checking this out. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for supporting, subscribing. 